Hi, I'm Cameron. And I'm Emily. I've never read Twilight before. And I've read the books too many times to count, but now we're reading them together. Welcome to Unbitten, a journey through the Twilight series. In this episode, we'll be covering chapters 23 and 24 of Twilight. Hello, Emily. Hi, Cam. <laughs> we done. We out here. End of we... Twilight. <laughs> it's really exciting. Also, I do need to note, um, as I was about to set up my recording stuff today, my boss, uh, I'm a live-in nanny, by the way, if anyone doesn't know, my boss just like knocked on my door and just handed me a cocktail. Uh, oh. <laughs> I had not requested a cocktail. But I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining either on your behalf. So I have a cocktail and it's delicious. Um, what's new? Oh, I finished Midnight Sun. That's, that's, um, I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I want to know why, I mean, like, but I don't. In a way, <laughs> you might be able to infer why I'm mad. Because the reason I'm mad is the same chapters that we're covering today. Like, Oh, just because he's being a douche. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you basically know why I'm mad. I'm just more mad because I had, like, all the thoughts inside his head that he didn't say on top of that. So, oh, yeah. So, I, I'm gross. mad because at the end, uh, I knew it was going to happen, but I was just like, fuck you. <laughs> um, it must have been interesting for Stephanie Meyer to have to, like... Re- regress her wait revert what? back her characters if that makes sense oh hello oh i see what you're saying like um <laughs> sorry no <laughs> like she had to pu- she had to roll back character development yeah exactly like go back to, to the beginning like write this mean because i don't know i would hope that he has some character development where um i mean i'm sure he's still gonna be a bit of a douche but like <laughs> i think he hopefully gets better, or at least this issue is resolved in some way. So it's right. interesting. It must have been interesting as a writer to like complete this entire series mm-hmm. and be like, yes. And then like go back and have to slog through your characters at the beginning of their development again. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I, I, that's just fascinating to me. I guess we'll talk about that more when we get there in 17 years. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Midnight Sun is a long book, but they're not all 700 pages of small font and endless Edward thinking. Um, Right. So, uh, yes, that means we will be watching the movie soon because this is basically, basically we're recording early this week. It's a Tuesday night because we want to be able to watch the movie on the weekend. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like, that's all that prompted this. Yeah, that's the goal. Um... I'm excited about it. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> we'll talk about that when we get there. But I like, I'm like like prepared for it to be bad. <laughs> but for me to still have a good time. And also, yes, yes, Robert Pattinson. Yes, yes. The Twilight Experience. You've nailed it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to cover, yeah, the last basically three chapters of the book. Because we were like, mm, there's an epilogue. But let's just put it all together and make it a quote-unquote finale episode for twilight <laughs> oh my god yeah um i'm really glad we didn't put the epilogue in like some sort of separate thing because it's fucking boring yeah, it's true <laughs> it like it's not it's it's boring in that like what it ends up like it's just there's not much literally just prom. yeah there's nothing to talk but, about but like there. it does to be fair it does like set up at least future my stuff, predictions right? for the next books yeah. we'll get there when we get there though yeah. so before we get ahead of ourselves, which you already did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to chapter 23, The Angel. I already so, have a, a complaint about the beginning of this chapter. <laughs> yeah? So she keeps talking about, like, you know, the chapter title, The Angel. I heard the angel's voice calling for me. The angel, like, is this heaven? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, so she's barely conscious, and suddenly, like, she can't recognize anything, and he's the angel? Except... Then, when you go to the next page, she calls out Edward's name to him. The guy that she's referring to in her head as the angel. I'm like, what is what is this, like, attempt at, like, you know, some, like, I don't, I don't know what the... It, it didn't land for me. It, yeah. it just doesn't work for me. 
It. I get that for sure. I mean, I, yeah, I think this is ridiculously cheesy, but it's also like, it's kind of that good, good fan fiction shit where you're just like, oh, like my savior is here. I'm calling out to you. Yeah. And like, I'm half dead and this is my savior angel. But it does. It is funny. <laughs> she just contradicts it. <laughs> She's just like, Edward, a person. Yeah. <laughs> Bella, the angel cried, an angel. and then like four lines down, Edward, help me. <laughs> okay. It's like, cool. I did enjoy, I, I just enjoy generally the underwater, being mm-hmm. under a deep water as a feeling of dying or like being on the edge of death. Right. I, I, I mean, I wouldn't, it's not original, obviously. No. Like, I think it's probably been done a lot, but I, it, I do still think it's good. And again, this isn't like, the best way of doing it but it was done well enough that i was like yeah i can get behind this yeah i guess that's fair like it's not like it's poorly written like those descriptions i think it's yeah it doesn't necessarily hit originality but it does resonate like i definitely think like yeah that's a good way to to describe her like really not being all there but i can't get over the angel thing (laughs) (laughs) no for sure um i was reading this Coming off of an emotional night, as you know. (laughs) So I was like kind of, I was like, my first notes are, I'm emo. I am sad. I continue to be sad. Like those are my genuine three first notes. Because I was just like, because I also like, I'm personally someone who just like devours this type of um, fictional pain. Mm -hmm. Like, the, it's, like, the kind of thing where you know it's going to be okay. Well, it's, like, the good, like, relationship angst. Like, the trope of, like, yes. oh, like, you know, the one that he loves is is dying. And, you know, will she make it? And everyone's, like, worried. And, like, you know, it's very often in stories, like, kind of the moment that people, like, I mean, not for them, at least. But, like, it would be a moment in stories often where people recognize, like, the full extent of their feelings. Because, like, oh, my God, I almost watched them die. And now I know I can't live without them. Uh, It's very, like, good for that kind of feel. Yeah, this is totally that type of stuff that I love in fan fiction, for Mm -hmm. sure. I I really, really... I just, like, the type of thing that I want to read over and over mm-hmm. again, and I think I did. Like, I think it was also because I was struggling to focus at first. Because I think I was texting you and Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> we were all distracting each yeah. other. But it, it was half me not paying attention and half me being like, oh, I can restart it and read the <laughs> angst again. Because, <laughs> like, like, every time you restart um, it, you can, like, dive back into that nice pool of feelings and you're just like, oh. I'll nice. start it over again just so I can get in the right, that the was right a, mood for it. Yeah, that was a, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And nice um, analogy with the uh, Diving into pool the pool, thanks. And, yeah. Good, <laughs> I'm a good, writer. Good stuff. Yeah. So basically Ella... Whoa, Ella? Who? <sighs> this, not this again. <laughs> it wasn't Vanessa. <laughs> is this Ella enchanted now? <clears throat> Maybe. Okay, so Bella is... She thinks she thinks she's dreaming, sort of, mm-hmm. and she thinks she might be dead, and she sort of has this back and forth where she's like, "Am I alive? Am I dead? Is this heaven? Who's this angel?" That's she also refers to as literally just Edward. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also in the background, this is sort of just mentioned, and she kind of she says that she shies away from it because it's a awful tumultuous sound, uh, but she talks about. A vicious bass growling, a shocking snapping sound, and a high keening suddenly breaking off. Mm-hmm. And that's clearly... Um, Ripping and tearing. Yeah. <laughs> so... It kind of sucks because we miss out on, like, the cool, like, fight kind of that... I know. W- ...is going on in the background. Because um, she's just, yeah, like, it's like, not Stephanie aware Mar of was anything. not prepared to... Yeah, it's like she wasn't ready yet. She wasn't confident enough to write a fight scene. Mm-hmm. So she's just like, oh, I'll have my main character be, like, mostly unconscious for all this. <laughs> Isn't that what And Tolkien I'll tackle does? that in, like, the next Isn't book that what or Tolkien something. does? He just puts characters, like, unconscious and then is like, oops, Bilbo woke up and he missed the whole fight. <laughs> yes, he did that in The yeah. Hobbit. And he also, like, he does a lot of battles in the perspective of Hobbits. Mm-hmm. Uh, somewhat because it's, like, 
oh, look at this innocent person and put into this really, like, adult, mature, scary world, but also because I think he just doesn't like writing battles, which is interesting. Well, from my well, understanding, makes sense, it's because he fought in the World War. That's what yeah, I was going to so say. So he's like, no, I'm not going to glorify big battle scenes. Like, they're awful and terrible. So you braid it from a perspective of, like, the innocent person, and you can mm-hmm. kind of subvert that a bit. Um, good for him. Uh, so Bella is, you know, super out of it, but all of a sudden she starts feeling uh, like a fire on her hand and she keeps saying, my hand hurts, it's burning, it's burning. And everyone's like, yeah, I know, it's okay, it's going to be okay, we're going to fix you. And she's like, no, my fucking hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is very funny. Um, so, yeah. Although, you know, the angel thing, I can sort of, like the angel to calling him mm-hmm. Edward, like I think that, you know, she's very much out of it, and then they're starting to sort of get her, like, or they're, like, examining her, and she's sort of coming to, but I'm wondering if the burning sensation is, like, what snaps her jolting back to her reality. awake. Oh, and she, snap yeah, back so she's to reality. To... Oh, there goes gravity. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, so then she does that she sings that out loud and they're like uh, oh my god she's lost her mind (laughs) yeah um and she's like edward yeah i could and he's like bella i love you (laughs) you're dying i love you so much i love you bella fuck (laughs) this is just edward's voice now oh bella i love you fuck (laughs) wait hold on let me read the really angsty thing but in that voice Bella, please, Bella, listen to me, please, please, Bella, please. <laughs> this is so mean of me to make fun of it because he's like literally sobbing. I know he's actually like dry sobbing. Oh god. Yeah, there, yeah. She mentions that he's sobbing tearless, broken sobs, and it's really sad. Yeah, but it's also funny to make fun of. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Yay. Uh, yeah, so they finally clue in that she got bit on the hand by James, and everyone freaks the hell out because it's like, well, you know, wh- what what are we doing here? Like, that's, this is it. This is endgame. <laughs> yeah. And this is where I was like, let's go. Bella vamp time. This is what I predicted. I'm right. And then Stephanie Meyer did some bullshit. Yeah. It's some bullshit. <laughs> It's some bullshit. Uh, so she's freaking out about the fire and it's like terrifying. And then Carlisle's like, well, Edward, you could like suck it back out. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like rattlesnake venom. Just just suck it out. Right. You can do that with yeah. snake, snake venom. Totally. And Edward's like, I don't know if I can do that because... I mean, obviously, she's, like, the most appealing Mm -hmm. blood to him. So, like, my question here is, why didn't Carlisle do it? Um, basically... Is there a reason? Yeah, there is. Um, he says, it's your decision, Edward. I have to get this bleeding stopped if you're going to take blood from her hand. Because she's bleeding profusely from head wounds all over. Um, Why can't Edward do that? Um... (laughs) Because he's not a doctor. doctor. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Okay, I was about to say they've been al- they've been around long enough to like figure out how to stop a wound, but I'm realizing that I don't know if they have blood, so <laughs> maybe they don't know how to stop bleeding <laughs> unless they're well, like the doctor. One. My understanding of Edward is that like even if they understand it, have they practiced medicine before? Like understanding how is one thing. Being able to suture a wound closed without fucking shit up is a is a different thing entirely. <laughs> like that was that's um, isn't that like Carlisle's whole deal? Point. The fact that like he's so like in control that he can be a doctor and heal like treat yeah. bleeding people with no problem. That's true. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like a like a double edged sword. It's or like a lose lose situation where it's like, oh, you could try to suck the venom out of her mm-hmm. while literally like sucking her blood, which is what you crave. Yeah, or you could go try to deal with the head wound that is profusely spilling the blood that you want to drink that you crave. Yeah. 
so that's a fair point. Yeah, he's pretty pretty well fucked either way. Um, so he's just like, Edward, like, do it now or too late, which I assume means either, like, the venom will spread too far or, like, she's gonna bleed out too much and he won't be able to take enough blood to, you know, get the venom Not kill her. Yeah. <laughs> um, so either way, he's running out of time and then he decides to, to go for it and I'm like, against all odds, this, this bitch, he, he does it. <laughs> he, he just does it. Yeah. He just stops. Very, very impressive. It's crazy. Like Proud of him. It's, I kind of feel like this is, like, the culminating moment of, like, he's proven how far he can go with, like, resisting, like, his thirst around her to the point that he drinks her blood and stops himself. Because he talks before yeah. about how, like, basically, like, you get the impression, like, um, he says before that they go into basically a feeding frenzy when they turn into hunting mode and, like, taste blood and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like... In this moment, he stops himself. So not only did he overcome, like, the feeding frenzy instinct, but, like, even more so with her own blood when he was tasting it and actively drinking it. Right. And we, like, you know, this is some great completion of an arc Mm -hmm. of his character in this. Which is, in the beginning of this, he couldn't be in the same room as her, really. And, like, like we, I think of the the front office moment where he's, like... I will lose my mind right now. <laughs> he like just transfer me and, to like, another kill class. Kill everyone please. here. Transfer me to anything else. He's like, how, how easily? Oh yeah, and then she comes in and he's like, how easily could I hide the uh, front office lady's body? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he goes from that to like being able to suck out venom from her without killing her. Yeah, it's a it's a good like overall like character arc for the story. I think for like the struggle to like the full like he has resisted every possible temptation. So I think that's for good sure. for him. Yeah. So among this moment, I was just thinking about how, like, for everyone else, like, I bet it's just like they're all huddled around Bella and Emmett is just wrecking shit <laughs> with James <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'm just like, like, because clearly, yeah, so Carlisle is there dealing with a head wound. Alice is holding her down and Edward is, you know, sucky, sucky. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I said that. You had to. In that yeah. way. But I had to. Um, and so Emmett is the only one that's unaccounted no, for, Jasper. I think. Oh, no, Jasper. Emmett and Jasper. Right, right, right. The bros are broing down. Yeah. Wrecking shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm just, like, imagining them just, like, in the background of this really, like, like tense emotional moment and they're just like wrecking shop yeah uh it's it's a great side by side Mm -hmm. uh yeah so i basically it ends when bella like he says her blood tastes clean and he can taste the morphine that carlo gave her and she's starting to pass out because of said morphine and she lets them know first that her mom is in Florida, so, like, they didn't know up to this point. They said, where's your mother? Oh, yeah. And she said, in Florida. They, like, thought she was maybe dead. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, she says, you tricked them. And then, secondly, she says, Alice, the video. He knew you, Alice. He knew where you came from. And then she starts to pass out. And I died because Edward was like, you can sleep, sweetheart. I'll carry you. Oh. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> Um, what does smelling gasoline mean when you're passing out? Oh, that's... Is that... Oh, it's just a reference to them burning it down later. Yeah. That's funny. There you go. Okay, I get it now. Thank you. Perfect. It's just hilarious. <laughs> also, we have to backtrack a bit mm. because... <laughs> Bella just Han Solos the fuck out of Edward. Because <laughs> he goes, I love you. And she goes, I know. I know. <laughs> and it's clearly like a she's so tired she doesn't even know what she's yeah. saying type thing. But it's like, okay, Han Solo, jeez, <laughs> calm down, player. Amazing. Uh, yeah, so Bella passes out, and chapter 24, an impasse. Uh, yeah, that was a pretty short chapter, yeah, but like... I think it was good to be short. Very important very, thing. Yeah. I agree, because she's also like... She's on the like, verge of passing out of the whole cor- time, so like it shouldn't yeah. extend longer, because you start to think... How long is she able to keep coherent and awake through this? So 
keeping it short was was good felt believable yeah and also like as much as i would have loved to get the details of emmett and jasper Mm -hmm. and james and like all the background stuff and everything it makes more sense because it's from her perspective right to not have all of that fleshed out because she's like not <laughs> she's not able to comprehend yeah. that right now like that's not in her if it was there, toolbox right yeah, now if it was there we would have been like how is she like observing all this isn't she like about to pass out from blood loss <laughs> exactly so yeah chapter 24 uh bella passed out but now she wakes up she recognizes she is in a white room and she says i hoped this meant that i was still alive death shouldn't be this uncomfortable and i'm like how are, what a coherent thought to have when you're first like waking up full of pain meds and being like where am i i guess i can't be dead like i don't know it seems like such a wild <laughs> thought but i guess i've seen all those crazy like uh wisdom teeth videos so this is like very coherent and maybe not that wild but i'm like i don't know yeah. my first thought would not be am i dead i don't think i'm dead <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in the last chapter, she was going through, like, con- like is she in heaven? Yeah. Is she dead? She must be dead. So, like, it does continue that, but it is kind of funny <laughs> to just be like, oh. Okay, but then oh. after that, she immediately does the thing where she tries to, like, rip the tubes out of her because she just woke up in the hospital. And I'm like, Who why do people do this in real life? In movies and books all the time. Nobody does this in real life. No one does this in real life. Like, the only person who could do this is, like, I don't know, like, John Wick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's the only type. That, like, character um, archetype is the only type that is allowed to do that. People like Bella. No, not allowed. No. I get that she's afraid of needles or whatever and the blood and everything. Yeah. But I don't think she would make it worse. <laughs> right. I think it would be weird for someone afraid of needles to purposely reach for it. I'd be like, I don't want to touch it. I don't want to look at it. Like, I don't, I don't want to interact. But she goes for the oxygen, like, tubes across her face. So at least it's not like ripping out something that will bleed. But either way. Yes, that's true. Edward stops her and he's like, chill. It's all right now. (laughs) And she's like, what? Where am I? What happened? Mm -hmm. Uh, And she, like, immediately apologizes. Which is, like, at least it's on par with her whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, Bella, you almost died. It's okay. <laughs> Please do not apologize for almost dying. Like, I get part of the like, I'm sorry. trying to save your mother. Yeah, I get part of it yeah. because, like, she feels stupid. She fell for the trick. Like, I can understand her being like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. Like, that was stupid of me. Um, but as for the rest, like, it's not your fault you got hunted. It's James's exactly. fault. James is the, the James is the cause of this. Let's all just blame him. Exactly. Uh, so yeah. they say that Bella's mom is here, and um, Alice already <laughs> called Charlie, and she's like, "Okay, so what? What's the story? What did you tell her? <laughs> that she fell down two flights of stairs and through a window." <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Bella's clumsiness comes to a complete uh, cherry on top. This is what the setup was for. I know. I'm like, was this, was my making fun of her, like, just foolish? Because this, like, is perfect. (laughs) (laughs) And it all is, like, hilariously, like, perfectly comedic. And a good cover-up as well. Mm -hmm. So all of her obnoxious, I'm quirky, has, like, been resolved with a, oh, her distinct quirky trait is now a perfect part of a cover-up yep. that like hides the identity of vampires yep, basically <laughs> which is wild uh so we get the lowdown of what the hell is wrong with her so edward lists off she has a broken leg four broken ribs cracks in her skull and bruises all over her skin and lost a shit ton of blood and had to give transfusions and he's like i didn't like it you smelled weird <laughs> Not the good Mm. kind of stink. The bad stink. Yeah, bad bad Bella stink. Bad not Bella stink. So then she was like, how did you even do that? Referring to the sucking out the venom. And he says, it was impossible to stop. Impossible. But I did. So I must love you. And like, I guess. I mean... (laughs) I, I get. I guess yeah, that's what you have it means. to value her life so much that you're able to put the fact that you want her alive ahead of this innate bloodthirsty urge that is like so strong from what we saw at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like you know only focusing on that 
I guess I, I guess you could say like yeah it's because he cares about her so much because like if he didn't like oh fuck I guess it was love all along <laughs> I guess it was love, love all along right <laughs> Dumbledore strikes again <laughs> as much as we made fun of it last time yeah. like maybe it was love all along <laughs> uh, pain <laughs> and she says she's sorry in response to this and he's like are you kidding me why are you apologizing for this and she's like okay so what should I apologize for like stop just stop nothing just don't just just don't also wildly she asks if she tastes good (laughs) as and and it's like uh you know because like that's what she that's sort of what she's apologizing for mm -hmm. too it's not even that she did all of this this specific apology is like she's like did i taste as good as i smelled and he said, even better than I imagined. And she goes, sorry. <laughs> like, <Yeah. what? laughs> you you just produced this in your body, Bella. It's not <laughs> like anything you did. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> she remembers something. She asks if Alice saw the tape. Uh, Edward says yes. And so that's great. I'm glad she saw it. But I feel like unsatisfied because of the fact that this is just dropped in at the very end of the book and we don't really get to see Alice come to terms with this. There's not really a further yeah. discussion about it. And I want to know this yeah. this reaction she has. Yeah. I want to know how she would react to something like this. Like I want to know how this character and her like what were what would her emotions mm-hmm. and actions be? Mm-hmm. This is something that would be so fascinating to like to like get to see. Yeah, I wish um I really wish that we had I don't know if this had been just saved to like the next book or something um, because I feel like the way it's dropped in right now, we as an audience don't really get the same, don't really get to process it with Alice, like, you know, mm-hmm. um, so however, however she's dealing with it, like, it's just like, it's not relevant to what's happening with Bella right now. So we don't get that. And it sucks. I'm disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, what I don't get the line when she's when Bella says she was always in the dark. That's why she didn't remember. What is that? Was that mean like in the in the insane asylum? Yeah, in the mental institute, they kept her like literally in the dark, or like in the dark meaning like no, she didn't know where she was because they didn't tell her where she was, and she was like getting this sh- like shock therapy type treatments, so she couldn't. I get the impression that she was pretty much just, like, locked in a dark room and had no life. Oh. Yeah. And so, do, do they say that she remembers the dark? Uh, Specifically, think, does she remember darkness? I think what they I had like said was, like, oh, everything is black before she became a vampire. Yeah. So, it's something like that. that makes... Yeah. I mean, like, we can't really, you know, Insane Asylum, 1920s. It's literally called an insane asylum. Like, yeah, they're not treating is, people you know, nicely. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. It just kind of confused me. Yeah, I was like... She was always in the because dark. Because <laughs> I wasn't... I also wasn't sure if it was like she was literally in the dark. Or, or like, she was like in the dark like about she something. she was left in the dark because she didn't know why she was there or what was going on. Exactly. So that just kind of confused me. But with, we've sort of yeah. straightened that That's out. That's what I've always assumed. I, th- I think it's that... You know, she just was literally just, like, locked up in a dark room, maybe windowless. Which, I don't like, know, padded cell. That's, that's rough, yeah. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, damn, imagine, like, you don't know your past and you're like, who did I know? Like, what did I do? Where was I from? Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, you were, you were labeled as, men- like, as insane mm-hmm. and put in a dark room and treated with shock therapy. Yep for your whole life mm-hmm. because you had visions which i'm still curious about if these visions were legitimate visions or if this was or did she some sort of really hallucination yeah. thing that she was like some part of either part of uh, a mental health reason mm-hmm. or uh because of the treatment she was getting it, it sort of made her start to hallucinate yeah. um and that i just want to know what it was and like because I want to know how that carried into her future yep. seeing, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because you, they talk about how the strong things carry over. Yeah, and so, like, the whole thing is, like, no, she literally was having some sort of visions then, so. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. Who knows? Do you know? Um, don't tell me. 
Moving on. Uh, I guess I'll find out or I won't find out. Yay! <laughs> yeah, and then so she asks, like, what is the story? Like, why are you here? Like, you know, because that's the next step is, like, what is Edward and Carlisle and, like, Alice doing in Phoenix now? And he says that he came to chase her down to convince her to come back to Forks and came with parental supervision. <laughs> but when she right. they met up at the hotel, therefore the trip happened and now she's in the hospital. All good. Mm-hmm. And Bella says, yep. there's some flaws in that story. Like, what about the broken windows? And he's like, no, Alice had a little bit too much fun <laughs> fabricating the evidence. It's been taken care of. Yes. <laughs> I love it. And he's like, you could probably sue the hotel. Like, it's such a good job. Work. Like that, they're convinced that you did fall. <clears throat> yeah, I would do it. No questions. It's so funny that she's that clumsy that no one's gonna question that she fell down two flights of stairs and through a window. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also want to know how Alice did that. Like, did she throw herself through the window to make sure it was human shaped? <laughs> Because, like, if she's a vampire and they're strong or whatever, would it hurt that much? Do you want the answer? Because I know it now. <gasps> it's in Midnight Sun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't I don't want the answer. Okay. Because I want to find out eventually, but I do want it so bad. Oh, man. Okay, don't tell yeah, me. Yeah, you're going to get to see that all play out, so. Did she throw James's dead body? <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> Edward says that she fabricated the evidence and then he strokes her cheek with the lightest touch and the beeping of the monitor jumped suddenly <laughs> just from him touching her the monitor beeping for her heart rate went like beep, 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 beep. <laughs> she's like oh that's embarrassing uh... and so then because of this he's like hmm what if i kissed her <laughs> and her heart stops. literally stops fuck <laughs> That's not how any of this works. No, that's not how this works. I literally... Stephanie Meyer, bad at math and science. (laughs) I wrote, the beeping stopped? How can that even happen? This girl (laughs) forgets to breathe, passes out, and her heart stops if Edward kisses her. All right. Dramatic. I... Yeah. Also, like, I wonder if it's, like, she's... Stephanie Meyer was trying to be like, oh, it's like how she forgets to breathe. So, like, her heart re- her heart stops, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, that's how that works. That's not how it works. That's yeah, definitely not how it breath, works. if I hold my breath, my heart just stops beating for a minute. <laughs> yeah, and it's this fun, quirky thing I do. <laughs> fun party trick. She, uh, one thing, she, she says it's Friday. And do you know, like, what the timeline was? When did Bella, like, what day of the week was it when Bella got attacked do you know oh god that is because i think it was i think it was sunday when they had baseball right or was it wasn't it because wasn't it saturday was no yeah saturday was saturday, saturday was the, meadow saturday was the meadow and then you know sunday was the baseball yeah, game Yeah, sunday was when at the end of the meadow thing edward was like i'm gonna take you to meet my family tomorrow that's sunday right meets the family goes back home again to prepare for baseball that night so, right. Nighttime, baseball, freak out, yep. flee, it's Monday, mm-hmm. but then like a number of days pass and you're not really sure yeah, what it day it is. Like, like it's, it's purposefully cause it, confusing. Yeah, because she like doesn't, she loses track of like her sleep schedule. So she's like, oh, like I slept, but my nights and days are getting reversed. So I don't really know. So mm-hmm. I feel like the... It must have been Tuesday or Wednesday. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking Tuesday was the possible. That was yeah, my theory. Yeah, because I guess they arrived, and then she slept through, like, the Sunday night through to, like, sometime Monday, and, like, slept some more, and then woke up again and slept some more, and I think it's just Tuesday that she Yeah, like, two. yeah. Either escape. Tuesday or Wednesday, yeah. I could see. Cool. <laughs> just curious. Yeah, no, that's that was a good thing to think about. I was like, wait, what day does all this happen on? Uh, so then she finds out that Phil got signed. <laughs> this random subplot. What is it? It, yeah, I'm just like, it was so funny because I was like, okay, I guess. Cool. Well, I guess the point <laughs> here care. is that she's saying like, oh, because Phil got signed, I'm going to have a permanent home right. in Jacksonville so you can come back now. 
Um, and Bella's like, uh, no, I'm, I'm not, co- I'm not coming back, but I'm staying at Bork's. Like, it's fine. Bork's, Bork's <laughs> is my home. And like, I get that she's obsessed with Edward. She's 17. Everything feels like the total end of the world. But in my adult mind, I'm like, bitch, I'm not staying in a shitty town I hate because a guy <laughs> is there. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I mean, on the other hand, like, I mean, I know that for her it is all Edward, but, like, her fake points she makes, like, having friends and being yeah. settled. Like, she does have it's friends. True. Like, she... I mean, who knows how much she talks to them now. Yeah. But, like, she does technically have friends and... She is settled in at school. Mm-hmm. Charlie doesn't need her, but, like, that relationship is happening, question mark, question mark, question yeah. mark. Um, it took a turn recently. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. But, no, there are all valid points. That's why I'm, like, in my adult mind, I'd be like, nah, I don't care. I'll, I'll go back. That's <laughs> pretty sweet. But um, Yeah, but if you're, like, someone who struggles to I fit mean, in. I mean, she doesn't really talk she'd about she'd have to go to another new school again. <laughs> right, and she doesn't really talk she just says she's awkward in general but i don't really know if she had any friends at home or if she just like Mm -hmm. enjoyed phoenix yeah um so but now she does have friends and she is fine with the school mostly because there's a hot boy there yeah i have i get it but also it's like come on and also this jacksonville annoys me here because she says I'm already settled in school and have a couple of girlfriends. And I'm like, stop using girlfriends unless you mean it in a gay way. Let the gays have girlfriends. <laughs> uh, it's just like, it's an yeah. outdated term. Like, people now don't say like, oh, like, my girlfriend. Me and my girlfriends. <laughs> it's outdated. It's like, okay. Steph, you're showing okay, your boomer. age. <laughs> okay, boomer. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure she's Gen X, but boomer. <laughs> okay, boomer. Gen X doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> never heard of them i don't know uh some might call them a uh, forgotten <laughs> the forgotten generation <laughs> so dramatic it's just like you guys didn't do anything interesting sorry <laughs> no offense to all our gen x listeners do we have any <laughs> maybe i don't know basically i i i would i would be okay if you hated me now because i'm an annoying like Gen Z are being like, oh, people older than me aren't valid. <laughs> so like, it's okay. Feel free to uh, send me hate on Twitter. Yeah, it's okay. Just tweet at us if you're, if you're a Gen Xer and you're listening to this, please tweet at Unbitten Pod. Mm. <laughs> please, I would like to know. I would like to see why. <laughs> I would like to know why you care. Um, I can't imagine people older than millennials would care about this. Yeah. That's why. I'm genuinely curious. Please do. Well, except here's the thing. Like, so I feel like in podcasts in general, like, lots of people listen to podcasts. But I'm also thinking about the fact that, like, there was a whole generation of Twy moms that also got obsessed with Twilight. <laughs> so, like, I oh guess it would depend. If, was that that age? Yeah. I would guess that would depend if those Twy moms then found the podcast because they're out there. Yeah. My mom was one of them. <laughs> oh, my God. Twy moms let's form a cult i mean a, a friendship <laughs> i hope my mom does um, not listen to this <laughs> oh god she doesn't listen to podcasts Ooh, it's okay my, found this. Uh, my parents are boomers it's fine. yeah so are mine <laughs> <laughs> oh boy anyway. okay oh my god so wait sorry just speaking of yes. boomer uh <laughs> i'm just gonna mm, and a boomer <laughs> taking a sip of my cocktail and you said that (laughs) and you ruined my sip (laughs) back to twilight uh renee she confesses yeah renee says that you know i think that boy's in love with you and bella's like "Mm mm-hmm i think so i'm I'm pretty crazy (laughs) about him but she's like careful not to show how much like she's interested in him like the whole like (laughs) obsessed obsessed with him him and like you know if you like if anything happened like i'd be i'd be lost without you like blah 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 and then she like appeases her mom by being like don't worry mom it's just a crush and her mom's like good that's what i thought (laughs) she's also it's so interesting that renee is like you're so young bella like she's 17 well like i get it that bella hadn't really had a relationship mm -hmm. but like she she's 17 she's allowed to date people and even if it's like and also like if she's thinking that edward looks too old he is technically in her years so clearly he's the same yeah. age like maybe he's 18 tech like you know I if think, he were human 
I think technically, I think it's coming more from the fact that I don't even know where this knowledge came from. Maybe it's from later in the books, whatever. Um, mm. uh, Renee and Charlie got married like young. So oh. I think she's like worried about like Bella, like getting in too deep too fast. She's like, don't be me. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like, yeah, because like if you like commit to someone that you met when you're 17 and then like you're like, yeah, like this is it for me. Gonna get married, have kids. And then like you go through like a lot of changing in your 20s. And then by the end of that, you're like, this isn't working out. <laughs> Yeah, Uh, and you know, if I know anything about some ghastly CGI babies uh, coming up in the near future, Bella does not take that fucking advice. Anyway, moving on. Uh, So her... Anyway. Oh yeah, her mom's about to leave, and then she says um, she was too nervous to go back home because there's been crime in the neighborhood, and she says that someone broke into the dance studio and burned it to the ground, (laughs) and there was a stolen car outside. It's so perfect. <laughs> it's so, it's hilarious. It really it's is. very comedic. This is a very good moment that I was just like, I actually like laughed out loud. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and it makes sense because, yeah, I forgot. But now that you said it, that's how you like get rid of the pieces of the vampire. You burn it. Mm-hmm. And also burning gets rid of all the bloody evidence and the stolen car that Edward took to get to them um, was left out front. It's all very good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's funny. I just think, I can't <laughs> say anything because now I am just keep thinking of all the things that happened in Midnight Sun and I'm just like, oh, it's, it's so much better than you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. I, uh, I'm mad I have to wait so long, but it'll be worth it's it. Okay. It's okay. Like there's, there's so much content to get through that will also be just as like crazy and fun to read. Like it just, <laughs> That's it, true. it gets better from here in terms of like, oh man, wild. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. <sighs> So then, yeah, Renee leaves, but she's, like, sort of wary of Edward. And she's like, I'll be back tonight. <laughs> like, <laughs> making sure that, like, Edward is not taking all of her time or being creepy or whatever. Mm. Which, you know, good mom moves. I'm fine with that. Like, it doesn't seem, that doesn't seem, like, overprotective. That just seems like I care about my daughter. Yeah. Because, like, I think my parents would probably be similarly. I mean, first of all, just because... They'd want to see her, like, see her. Mm-hmm. Like, Renee would want to see her in the hospital. Yep. But also, like, just being like, this relationship is fine, but I'm still going to make sure he's not screwing with you because you're still, like, a mm-hmm. like a minor. Yeah. And I want to make sure that this is healthy. Yeah. <laughs> the nurse comes yeah. in. <laughs> she's like, and she's like, mm-hmm. are you feeling anxious? Your heart, Your heart rate. rate got a little high there. <laughs> and then completely stopped. So weird how that happens. Yeah, crazy. It's wild that she didn't see that Bella's heart literally stopped and, like, didn't, like, fucking freak out. Yeah. So Edward wakes up from his nap and she immediately goes, you stole a car? And he's like, it was a good car. Very fast. (laughs) (laughs) And, ah, okay. Edward says, oh, I thought with Florida, like, he thinks with Florida on the table that Bella would be like, oh, perfect. Like, I'm so excited I get to leave Forks now. And she's like well, that's stupid. Like, you'd be inside all day in Florida. What we what would be the point in that? We'll just go back to Forks. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'd stay in Forks, like, without you or somewhere else. Someplace where I couldn't hurt you anymore. And I just, I want to smack mm. my hands on the table. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Edward. <laughs> Edward, you son of a bitch. You just overcame an entire arc of self-control and like falling in love and putting a life above like your own desires to feed on blood and it all culminated in you being able to drink her blood to save her life and you didn't kill her you had the self-control and the willpower and the drive to do that and you're still just like well i have to leave it's weird he did like the most he could possibly test himself on Mm -hmm. and he succeeded yeah and i get that he like the entire time was thinking he couldn't do it, but he did it regardless. Yep. I don't care what he was thinking because he didn't do it. Yeah, it doesn't so, matter. Like, the you... you passed the test, bro. Yeah, because he says, <laughs> like, fine. oh, it doesn't matter. I could have. Like, it could have happened. It was impossible but to stop. Didn't. And it's just like, but the point is that you didn't. That's the point here is that you didn't. Against yeah. all odds, you saved her life and you are here now and she is alive now. That should have been the moment that secured in his head. Like, we're good from here on out. I have tested myself against all odds, and I know that I'm never going to hurt her. We are good. But instead, he's like, I can't hurt you anymore. Shut up. 
I do get that he's still grappling, though, with, like... Her humanity. The... Yeah, but not even that, but, like, he's grappling with the fact that he allowed her to be there when James showed up. Sure. And that, like, screwed with everything. I think that's part of, like, more of what he means than, like, he will hurt her specifically. Like, yeah. I'm well, thinking that this believes, sort of thing yeah, is more of a, I'll put you into is, situations yeah. that are dangerous for you because you're human, mm-hmm. and I'm bringing you into a space where you are prey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. So that I get. Like, and, but that's why, like, it's annoying because then later she's like, I don't get it, though. Like, if you had just let the venom spread, I'd be like you now. Uh, which Oh, boy. We'll get to that. <laughs> which gives away that Alice told her. Um, yep. But it's, um, it's just... Before we, mm-hmm. before we get there, uh, I just wanted to say that, like, her reaction to this... Can we move on to that? Yes, or go do ahead. You have more things? Okay. Um, her reaction to this, like... It is, I get that it is, like, this obsessed and she's, like, freaking out because, like, she's obsessed with him and she doesn't want it to change. Like, she talks about her heart rate accelerating and her breathing becomes hyperventilation and she's having this, like, mental and emotional pain that is threatening to crush her. And it seems all very much, like, a lot. And I'm like, yeah, this is, like, her being obsessed. But at the same time, I do kind of get it because she just went some through something extremely traumatic and life-threatening and she is both emotionally and physically exhausted and she's already had so much change in such a short amount of time like within the past you know five days or so even Mm -hmm. like all of this has been an emotional roller coaster not even just when it started to get bad but like all of this has been just crazy and stressful so I can completely understand the possibility of having another large change in her life, like it's losing a partner, being devastating, mm-hmm. and just like being, yeah, being too much, tipping her over this edge of like hyperventilation mm-hmm. and like panicking. I completely understand because yeah. I think this is a, a when she's already at the breaking point, even though she's technically healing now and it's technically over, even in this healing process, having some other big change happen can be really, really detrimental. Yeah. To that healing process and also to her mental health and uh, to one's mental health. So I do get her reaction. Oh, I do here. too. I'm, I would like, I wouldn't make fun of this at all. Um, like, yes, she is obsessed with Edward. That's fine. But at the same time, yeah, with all these literally life changing, traumatic experienced experiences stacking up, mm-hmm. to add on top of that, that he's like threatening that he's going to leave her when they're in love, like, I I remember breakups yeah. as a teenager. They they felt like the end of the world. And on top, <laughs> imagine if I had been traumatized and tortured and brutalized before a giant breakup. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's too much. It's just too much. God, yeah, and like also he was so intertwined with that traumatic event yeah. as well that to have him pull out of her life right after that is a whole nother level oh, of think like about it, she has to deal with this she, by herself. Yeah, who could she talk to about it? The only people exactly. she can talk to are the vampires. And if he were to leave and like the rest of his family were to leave, she'd be left alone with these thoughts and not have like not have a way to process them. Yeah. Bad move, Ugh. Edward. Why did you even make that suggestion right now? Your timing is it, terrible. Yeah, because it's, it's, yeah, even if he wanted to do this, he didn't need to do it now. Yeah. Like really stupid. No, not the move. Edward's just really stupid. Like, <laughs> mm. I'm even. Yes. I'm just even more mad because I keep thinking about his point of view at this part, and I'm just like, "Fuck you." Yeah. Um, we get back to yeah, but then we get to Bella being stupid also. <laughs> Although I do need to point that he mutters something under his breath, including the word overreaction, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. kill him. My my human female rage <laughs> like is going to outweigh his vampire skills right now because telling someone especially a woman that they're overreacting about something is just like such a huge red flag and just really gross mm-hmm. and i'm and like muttering it under his breath too oh i'm ready to fight him oh my god yeah <sighs> he sucks uh yeah this sucks and she tries to not. convince him too like she says he says, I don't want to be without you. Of course not. Um, and I don't have a problem with saving you if it weren't the f- for the fact that he's the one con- t- continuously putting her in danger and that, you know, he's the reason that she's even here. And she's like, yeah, you are the reason that I'm here alive. Like, you absolute fool. Because, like, 
she lists like all like not even just now but from the very beginning like the van nearly hitting her he stopped that yeah like the like creep in port angeles like who knows like what that would have led to if he wasn't there um stalking aside <laughs> um <laughs> but like he's like oh like yeah it's my fault that you're here covered in plaster hardly able to move without pain it's like the alternative is worse though like yeah you saved her to the point that she's alive yes she's hurt and injured because of james but still like i don't know i'm just so much like on her side here of pointing out like you know stop being an idiot and like yes he is a danger because of the whole blood thing but like again bringing it back full circle he's already gone through the whole arc of like proving that he's able to resist so like what more is there to it like just mm. (laughs) anger (laughs) rage Mm -hmm. yeah ugh yeah yeah but then she's Mm. she uh okay so first of all he talks about that like he was terrible for him as well like he like seeing her like broken and like injured and everything but the very worst was like knowing that he couldn't stop believing that he was going to be the one to actually uh, you know end her life and she's like but you didn't and he's like could have she's like well you didn't but you didn't (laughs) like (laughs) it's true though like she's right he didn't it's true uh so yeah back so then at the very end she says so why uh and he's like what do you mean why and she's like why did you do it why why did you why didn't you just let the venom spread by now i would be like you and then he looks really angry because she she remembers oh wait i'm not supposed to know this like alice told me (laughs) uh and i love what she says here she says i'll be the first to admit that i have no experience with relationships but it just seems logical a man and a woman have to be somewhat equal as in, one of them can't always be swooping in and saving the other. They have to save each other equally. Yes, Bella. Yeah. Yeah. Heteronormativity aside, that is a very good quote. Mm-hmm. Or like a very good sentiment. Yeah. For sure. Like, so, equal partnership. Yeah. I I agree in that sentiment. But I do think she's being a bit irrational with the please turn me into a vampire thing. <laughs> um. I don't know. It seems like a I lot guess, to okay. just lay down her entire I would say life. Yes, because like to say like, oh, at seventeen, I'm ready for you to completely like end my normal human life and turn into a vampire. Um, that's fair, but I feel like she because she goes on to say like, it's gonna be an event. Like it's gonna eventually happen at some point. It's just a matter of mm-hmm. like when is that going to happen. Um, it's like make sure I have the nicest youthful skin yeah <laughs> while it happens don't let me have a single wrinkle because like so i can stay in this beautiful body forever because like it's true uh, not to sorry that's kind of ageist of me well, so i mean i could understand the but it's also though. true yeah <laughs> like that's what people wish um yeah and like i do understand like yeah obviously like you don't want your entire life to like end at 17 because there's there's so much more um but you know he saved her and she's, but she's still thinking like, okay, like, yeah, I can keep living my life, but like at some point we do have to be equal. Like this relationship won't work unless we're on even footing and like, you know, there's a, a power balance in this. Like, right. Um, and you know, she's acknowledging that and he's like, no, like that's ridiculous. Like you saved me like by existing because like I love you or whatever the hell. <laughs> it's really cute. He's like, well you have saved me <laughs> and of course like he do- uh, it, it's the sort of thing where he is like avoiding it but it's also like he does think she's saved him because she saved him from this apathetic life that he was feels like he was cursed with and now he has a reason so like it is kind of this funny like cute like but you did it too. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very funny. It is cute, but she's like, no, like, it's not the same. I want to be able to be like, I can defend you as equal as you can defend me from things. Um, like, I, sure. I get her, like, thought here is, like, thinking of all the times that he has literally saved her just in this book. She's thinking, I don't want to be the damsel in distress anymore. Yeah. Which, like, I, agree. I get it. Good for her. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, and, you know, she... 
he says, I've had 90 years to think about this. Um, and you know, I'm still not sure like about like this whole life or whatever. And he's like, I don't wish that Carla didn't save me, but my life was over. I wasn't giving anything up. And that's where I'm like, oh. And then she says, you are my life. You're the only thing it would hurt me to yeah, lose. Yeah, this I'm like, is mm, where okay. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, and it's so funny. And he's like, the pain? And she's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then she goes like, you know what? Fuck it. I can handle it. <laughs> three days? <laughs> Big deal, bro. <laughs> I can crush three days. It's, and it's funny because it's so when she funny. says like the three days thing, again, Edward's like, oh, shit. Alice told her a lot like everything <laughs> yeah uh and then you know he makes a good point like what about your parents and that's when she doesn't really have an answer so like at least that like slowed her down the eagerness to be like just do it like i'm ready now which is very like teenager mindset of her of not thinking about like m- outside of her own like personal like viewpoint of herself um just like the selfish kind of teenager outlook on life yeah um i mean there's a lot of things to this too in regards to her parents like having to see having to watch them age and die also when she stops aging how does she explain that does she have to pretend that she's died and like disappear and go off the radar for a while but then like with the other of these vampires it was like they didn't have anyone waiting for them Mm -hmm. really right or they didn't have have either that or like they didn't have right or they didn't have advanced enough like technology to do the sort of like widespread searching or for whatever reason Mm -hmm. but like charlie and renee like if it's like in these are five ten years that she does this that she drops off the map like it's really hard to hide i mean i guess she could go in like a hidden college a cottage halfway across the world well, she, but like still like there's advanced technology yeah and she says like oh, charlie's resilient he's used to being on his own i can't take care of them forever and it's like so she's like saying here like you know oh she'd have to leave charlie and it's like uh, it's so much to decide on when you're 17 like <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it but, is a huge decision but then she brings it back around and says like no but i am going to die eventually and this is so dramatic but also so it, though, true yeah, she says it like it's so funny i'm going to it's... die and he's like no you're not like you're gonna be out of the hospital in a few days and she's like no i'm going to die <laughs> yeah she's like you're wrong it's gonna happen and he's like stop you're you're scaring me and she's like i'm gonna die sometime yeah i'm closer i'm gonna get old <laughs> which is valid and die like, think about this because i think like in his head he's like oh, like, it doesn't matter that you're aging. Like, I'd rather give you, like, you know, a human life or whatever. But thinking that, like, as she gets older, year by year, is she, like, she's not going to feel comfortable being like, oh, I'm I'm 25 and I'm still in a relationship with this very, like, obviously, like, 17-year-old. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just, uh, she's going to have to change or you're, like... Some cougar shit. Yeah, she's going to have to get changed at some point because then it just starts looking real weird. <laughs> when edward's not aging i do wish i mean and the thing is i'm like the sooner the like i don't get the sooner the better thing necessarily because like she could hold out for a few years and have more of a normal life yeah like i'm not saying like oh but at the same time when she stops yeah when at the same time though when she stops aging it's like is um what am i trying to say can she she can still sort of live her normal life for at least a little Mm -hmm. while you won't really necessarily notice that she's not aging for a bit. Yeah, and I just, I don't know. I think that he is not seeing it from her perspective at this point of, like, I don't know. He's just like, oh, it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter to me. And it's like, "Mm, but what about for her? It matters to her. It does matter. Yeah. (laughs) Like, she can't be 30 years old and dating a 17-year-old. What are you talking about? Yeah, so I, I definitely see both ends of this mm-hmm. right now. I'm sort of more on his side at the moment. Although, I mean, if I read how he was reacting in Midnight Sun, <laughs> I guess I, my opinions may change. But, like, for this one, like, she has just had this super traumatic experience. She was making this bold decision yeah. while, like, on a hospital bed. And he's like, you're being stupid. Mm-hmm. You don't know, like, you don't really know what you're talking about right now. You haven't had the time to think this out. Yeah. And, like, maybe he's not thinking exactly that, but, like, that's sort of how I see it, is he being like, you're not being rational uh-huh. right now, which I don't really necessarily think she is. Right. Because she's, like, healing from, like, a near-death yeah. experience and just, like, making these 
really wild life-changing claims Mm -hmm. because i think it would have been different if like they just really didn't save her in time and you know she turned because like it spread too far or like she lost too much blood for them to like risk it or whatever like if that had happened and she ended up turning like that's like oh well she turned instead of dying so like this is a better alternative but like i guess there was like oh like you know there's any chance of saving her um and he took it and did it's like no this was the better outcome that i didn't let you change when you didn't have to give everything up exactly yeah and he's like i did this for you you should be grateful for me (laughs) (laughs) it's like you're throwing that away and she's like but i just want to live forever the great thing is though and she's like you don't know me very well. You're not the only vampire I know. Um. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. And he's just like, Alice wouldn't dare. <laughs> and then he's so angry that she like intuits Alice already saw it. That's why she's upsets you all the time when she yeah. speaks her opinion because she knows I'm going to be like you someday. I loved that moment. I didn't, I didn't get that until I didn't even guess that until now. Yeah. I love that. Uh, so I forget that she can see sometimes really uh, much further into the future. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't know how much further. But it was just like, oh, cool. <laughs> so we know it's going to happen, maybe. And she, But I mean, then he says that she also saw you dead, but that didn't happen. But she says, and you'll never so catch me betting against Alice. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> fair point. Fair point. Fair point. So uh, that leaves them at an impasse. Chapter title drop. Brr, 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 brr. Yeah. I'm bored. Brr, 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 brr. <laughs> it's like, okay, we get it. It's literally emphasized. Yeah. It's, it's like in italics. Oh, God. <laughs> it's clear enough. <clears throat> so they basically end this at an impasse. And then Edward calls for drugs to be brought to her. And I'm like, so you don't want to argue anymore? So you're just going to drug her so she passes out? <laughs> <laughs> it's It's... It's an annoying cop-out yeah. and, like, <clears throat> a rude way of ending the conversation. But at the same time, it's kind of funny if you don't think of them as, like, real people. Yeah, it is. Because <laughs> it's just, like, Lamau. <laughs> like, he's just gonna, like, be like, mm, can we get some drugs? <laughs> and she's like, and she goes, I won't take the drugs then. He looks at the IV. He's like, I don't think they're gonna make you swallow the drugs. I think they're just gonna yeah. put it in you. <laughs> yep. Which they I do. Also love, I also love how Every single individual in this hospital hates Edward. What's up with that? <laughs> they all hate him. It must be because they think he's overbearing because he won't leave. Probably. But like, come on, what do they what do they know? Like they're just <laughs> like the mother at Renee I get, but like the nurses, like he doesn't really maybe Oh, here's <laughs> here's the funny thought I had. Cause I was like what like do they think she's he's like making her heart rate somewhat like how and then i was like do they think he's like banging bella or something (laughs) in not like non-consensually like they're just fucking in the hospital bed and that's why her heart rate's rising and they're like stop (laughs) oh my god though that would be torture though because she says like she like cringes and then she like goes (laughs) ouch like everything hurts like can you imagine like gentle okay like th- like I'm just, I'm just saying like you think she's gonna come and be like perfectly still and not be like ow everything hurts yeah bold of you to assume that <laughs> i'm not really convinced on that yet you know what that's a good point he's a virgin um i take it back <laughs> um, but there's a there's but also there's that, why that's our a, podcast that's a fair is explicit <laughs> um also, like, yeah, I was gonna say they could be gentle, but also, like, can Edward be gentle? We did talk we about did how just, he, like, yeah. may murder her when she's, like, normal, and he just oh, Bella, fuck Bella. So, like, <laughs> so, like, when he's, when she's, like, injured and yeah. healing from death, <laughs> like, he would definitely kill her, mm-hmm. even if he was trying to be careful. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I just had the most terrible thought. <laughs> Uh, you need to voice it now, and I'll tell you I hate you. <laughs> well, I was just thinking, I'm like, well, he doesn't need to, like, full-on fuck her, fuck her. Like, he could just do some, like, finger action, and I'm like, yeah, but what if he fingers her too hard and just rips her vagina no! off? No! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Like a pomegranate. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, chapter, uh, the 
book title of Midnight Sun. <laughs> sorry, I will. Um, that was a cursed thought, and I'm really sorry for thinking it. Um, I apologize. Uh, we can <laughs> we can cut that. <laughs> we can bleep it so people uh, wonder. <laughs> that would be the most fun. Creative uses of bleeps, love it. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, basically they don't like it. <laughs> For reasons we don't know. Yeah. She's kind of freaking out, like, you know, just stay, just stay. He's like, as, like, as long as it makes you happy, I'll be here. And she's like, yeah. that's forever. And he goes, you'll get over it. It's just a crush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is what she told her mom. <laughs> so, it's so funny. And- yeah, so then she gets the pain meds she's like starting to fall asleep mm-hmm. he she does like a weaker han solo where he goes i love you and she goes me too she's like yeah me too yeah <laughs> same talk. right back at you finger guns <laughs> <laughs> their last words before she passes out again is yeah. i'm betting on alice because even while falling falling into a med-induced sleep, Bella can still muster the energy to be argumentative. <laughs> Good <laughs> like, for her. Goals. She still manages it. So that's Very the impressive. end of that's the end of the, I guess, traditional chapters. The book proper. The book proper. <laughs> so the episode got kind of long, so we're cutting it here, and you'll have to tune into the next one to hear our thoughts on the epilogue and overall closing remarks on Twilight. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Unbitten. If you want to get in contact with us, follow us on our new Twitter at UnbittenPod. And for now, the rest is still Unbitten.